It's where, like, I accidentally get me and everyone else just a little bit too drunk. Just <laughs> classic, though. I mean, like, I always get everyone tanked. But, like, well, there's, there's like, a firm distinction between being, like, loose and being sloppy. Literally. Sorry, that's just how the uh, monk say hello. Say hello. episode of undecided uh podcast ever maybe oh my god so sad <laughs> are we gonna be okay um my name is tara Mahoney. i'm your host and i'm here with four amazing guest co-hosts um which i will introduce to you shortly um we're gonna review the uh highlights of the four major party platforms and talk about uh who we're gonna vote for uh on monday in like a few days, or if you haven't already voted, which I think a couple of you have already. Mm-hmm. Amazing news for you. Um, speaking of which, uh, two million Canadians have voted in advance polls, which is like <coughs> basically unprecedented. Um, so super cool. Uh, it really does show that people are like, um, it, or it, it it kind of implies that people are a lot more engaged uh, than they have been in the last few years, which is love to see it. You really do love <laughs> to see that. Um, so. I'd like to introduce to you my uh, my panel of co-hosts, um, who I accidentally got like really drunk before <laughs> the recording of this episode. So, like, sorry to everyone who's listening to this in advance. Um, I'd like to start on my left because um, um, the person on my left is uh, pretty crucial to the foundation of this podcast. Um, it's Kate Reeve, guys. It's Kate Reeve. She's fucking back. She fucking came back. I'm like so happy. I'm ecstatic that Kate Reeve is joining us today. Uh, Kate, who the fuck are you? Um, hi. Huge question for you. I'm Kate. <laughs> I'm finishing my degree at U of T mm-hmm. in, in Middle Eastern Studies and Jewish Studies. So yes, I'm focusing on Israel-Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> um... <coughs> What are the other components of your identity? <laughs> um, you're, um, you've crossed the line uh, between loose and sloppy. <laughs> to more sloppy. Um, what else? Um, I'm from Ottawa. I have two little sisters. <laughs> one, oh of, one of whom is old enough to vote. The other one isn't. Shout out to Holly and Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I... You love to hang out with your friend Tara. I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. That's our, that's all right. really all I wanted yeah. to hear. Okay. Uh, next. Thanks, Kate, for being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really means a lot to me, actually. Um, <laughs> next, we have Kiki Sakota um, right across fam. from me, who probably can't look at me without like bursting into tears. So yeah, uh, sorry. That's a fair uh, Kiki, who are you? Like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> I. Um, many things. I'm a renaissance woman, if you will. <laughs> renaissance woman. I was also going to say Ryerson University grad. Oh, uh, oh, oh my God. Of May Huge 2019. Journalism. I also have been uh, organizing on the ground at Brock University in St. Catharines for the past two months, getting the fucking vote out. So this bitch has a pulse on St. Kitts. Let me just say, <laughs> let me just say... 
people listening to this, nobody at Brock would have fucking voted in early voting if it wasn't for me and my team. (laughs) (laughs) And the student union president said so himself. That's some tease for another day, but... That is a tea for another day. (laughs) Yeah, also, fun fact... I want to get married, or <laughs> not right now, but I want to get, I want to have my first dance of my wedding to um, Song on the Beach from the Her soundtrack, which was released in 2013 by Arcade Fire. Oh. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> All right, enough. Okay. Sorry. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. Kate, do you have a fun fact? you have a fun fact about me? Yeah. <laughs> You're fun. I... Oh, I don't know. About oh, what that. are our signs? We should all do oh, our signs. Oh, okay. I'm okay, yeah, this is super. Here. This yeah. is super young people. I mean, I mean, I'm a Cancer, but I'm. Uh, a I am Cancer, moon, and I'm an Aries rising, which means Dumb I have sexy. a very chaotic personality. <laughs> Same um, though. I don't know that I would describe you that way. Well, like, oh, you don't know you're on the chart. Okay. Um, which means I have incredible mood swings, which some people think um, are very sexy. Other people think are very terrifying. So it really I, I think both of those outlook. things about Kate. So. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can be sexy and terrifying. I think, you want to kind of toe the line, right? Well, yeah. I don't think you can. I, well, as a woman, yeah. as a chaotic female. I don't, think we, I don't think you can be sexy without being terrifying. Absolutely. Or terrifying without being sexy. I think they I kind agree. of go hand in hand. Wow. This is now an Anyway, and that's my family. <laughs> have to stand. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, okay. I would get married anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is a marriage podcast. Let me just say that is the cancer in you. Okay, what's your? But what's your um, astrological? Oh, I'm a cancer yeah. with a Sag Moon Scorpio rising, which oh also God. constitutes me as nuts. But we love it. <laughs> We love Doesn't to see it. it. Everyone is nuts. Okay. Cheers, brother. All right, Victoria. We're moving on. Cheers, brother. Uh, moving on to Victoria. All right. Um, on my on my right. Um, All right. Who, I'm bitch, Victoria. Bitch, who are you? Um. Well, I am a Gemini, so yes, no stranger yeah. to the mood swings. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know my rising. Or you don't know your chart. Yeah, the Gemini is enough. That's all you need to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do project management and production management uh, at a media company in mm-hmm. Toronto. I'm from Sudbury, so shout out to shout out to the north, shout out the to north. Uh, our Nickel City listeners, blueberries um, and nickel. Yeah, um, I'm the oldest of six siblings. Mm. And you do have an oldest child personality. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Which you have I to. I'm the oldest child. Yeah, I know you are. Bitch, I know and you it are. And yeah, it shows. Yeah, it shows. Leadership. Leadership. Okay. Leadership uh, being bossy. Yeah, yeah. Being. Okay, shut up. Uh, Victoria, thank you for being here. I'm so excited. Austin Birch, uh, boy, aka Boyfriend of the Year. Uh, who are you? And hey, thank you for joining us. Hey, team. I'm a. Uh, 26-year-old filmmaker living in Toronto. I like having pizza and having fun with my friends. <laughs> cool, and I'm a Leo. Good. <laughs> He's a Leo Gemini. He's a simple Okay. We love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Any guy with a J name, let me just say, Satan. <laughs> Confirmed. That's Confirmed. Keeping that. that in. Keeping that. that. I like That's the good. subtweet of that. Okay. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that we just spent 10 minutes <laughs> oh my god stop 
Okay. Well. Okay. Amazing news for us. Okay. Let's jump right into focus. Yeah, let's jump right into it. Just 20 minutes of political content, and then we can eat some pizza. I think we should look at the aster signs of all of the uh, leaders of the media. <laughs> That's actually a really, really Yo, I'm looking at right now. Jake, me birthday. There's definitely a Scorpio. Oh, I'm saying. You know that um, Donald Trump's a Gemini with, like, some fucked up moon? Leo moon, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I could see anyway. that. Um, no slander on Donald Gemini's. Trump was is not of this earth and was never born in a time. So. <laughs> I don't know if that was actually funny. Or He's just like the king of No, it was. Don't worry, don't worry. You're good. Thank okay. God. All right, okay. Um, so, oh, my God. Uh, here we go. Here we go, folks. Okay. Uh, if for some reason you are, this is the only undecided episode you're listening to, which honestly rude. Demented choice. <laughs> what did you say? I said demented choice. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, what, what are you doing? Um, uh, election day is October 21st. If you have not voted already, please go out to the polls. You can find your uh, polling station at elections.ca by putting your, um, postal code in and um you can uh vote by bringing a piece of mail with your address on it uh and a piece of photo id uh please make it to the polling station um to vote for your future um i assume if you're listening to this you're you've already decided to do that so thank you so much um young people are the largest voting bloc this election so um we actually can make a huge difference uh, in, like, the outcome of the election. Uh, polls are showing one thing. Uh, gotta say I'm pretty skeptical of polls at this point um, after they predicted Hillary Clinton would win the 2016 election and then did not. Um, also, like, if you think about, like, how polls are conducted, um, someone calls your house um, and you have to pick up your, or your cell phone, and you have to pick up your cell phone, which, who picks up phone numbers that they no, don't know? Sorry, never. like, not me. No. Um, a. B. Um, you have to be the kind of person that's willing to, like, spend, like, 10 to 15 minutes answering questions on a phone, um, which, like, a lot of people don't have time to do, or, like, don't, just, like, don't, they don't pick up the phone, so you have to, I feel like the data is skewed already that way, mm-hmm. um, so it makes me very skeptical of polls. Um, which makes me also very skeptical of strategic voting because they're based on polling data. Um, but also because strategic voting, um, a lot of people are talking about it this week because the liberals keep talking about a minority government. The conservatives keep talking about a minority government. Um, you know, strategic voting, uh, could put either of them into a majority or, uh, decide like which kind of coalition the NDP or the liberals will form. Anyway, the point is, um... Fuck strategic voting. Vote with your heart. Go to the polls and vote for the f- party that you think is uh, has the best platform uh, to like lead Canada with. Um, even if it's the Green Party who are like not doing like as strongly in the polls, um, they might be vital to supporting uh, a liberal minority. They could form an uh, an inco- sorry, not an incoherent, but that's me. Sorry, I'm incoherent. They could form a informal or a formal kind of coalition. Ultimately, like the Green Party support, uh, uh, the Liberals, uh, like forming government could be contingent on Green Party support. But who knows? Like Jagmeet Singh, Singh could be the next Prime Minister of Canada. It's not mathematically impossible. 
young people are the largest voting bloc. Young people overwhelmingly support progressive ideas. Like, honestly, anything could happen on election day. So just think with your heart. Thank you so much. This has been my TED Talk on strategic voting. Um, the election so far, uh, quick um, 10 to 20 second impression on the election so far from each of you. You had Andrew Cash come to your house. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, God. I just, like, so many thoughts that it's, like, where to start. But, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe we can start with, like, my journey through this election, which is that um, at the beginning of the election, I was, like, pretty confident that I was going to vote liberal. Mm. Um, And then it's amazing the amount of things that can happen to impact your decision in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, one of those things was that, like, my local MP... Uh, or MPP at Andrew Cash um, ended up just, like, being in my neighborhood, like, coming to my door, and uh, my roommate and I ended up, like, inviting him in to just kind of have a coffee and a a chat with him, and um, we had, like, a very frank, like, discussion, Mm -hmm. and he was kind of like, where are you at? And I was like, well, I want to vote strategically, and... That means that I think I'm probably going to vote liberal because I really want to avoid... A sheer uh, government. I, I really want to avoid, yeah, a, a sheer government. Um, and then, yeah, he kind of he kind of gave me his spiel, which was, like, pretty compelling. And then, obviously, some things were uh, brought to light, uh, you know, with regards to Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party, which also kind of impacted that decision. Are you talking about the blackface thing, Benny? No. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> like, funny enough, like, uh, also, like, at the beginning of the election, I had, um, I think a very different, um, impression of Jagmeet Singh and, like, the NDP party, um, and that has kind of been transformed, I think. Oh, my God. Through, yes. um, you know, w- watching the debates and seeing that unfold. Um, and, and I think also kind of, like, seeing the way that, um, you know, Jagmeet Singh and the NDP party has, like, responded to, uh, you know, some of these, like, incidents or, or scandals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, has has really made an impression on me. So I don't know. It's been kind of a whirlwind. I think of I I think if you told me three months ago like you are going to vote NDP in this federal election, ultimately I think I would be surprised. Yeah. Um, but now it seems um, like the most reasonable, like rational option. Um, and I think yeah. Voting strategically makes less sense to me now. I feel like I want to vote with my heart. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I want to vote for the candidate that's, like, most aligned with my values. um, You know, and who I feel is going to, like, take care of me and the people in my community and, uh, you know, minorities. And, um, yeah, so that's that's me. That's where I'm at. No, my hot take is... um like, very third-party, like, I pay attention, but at the same time, like, looking at it as a, (laughs) looking at it as a whole, um, kind of, kind of sick of the old, like, 
everything that's been happening and like the way the old guard mentality, mm. I, I feel like it's always been red blue, and mm. I just want to challenge that. And like, I don't think I'm seeing the change that I want to see mm-hmm. on a day to day. And I just want to see like bolder decisions, like crash and burn, like, but make ballsy choices mm. and do stuff that you're like, that might wreck everything, but like, do it in the sake of something progressive and do it for the sake of like the good of our future. Um, and that's why I'm probably going to go NDP just mm-hmm. because it's like, let's challenge that. Yeah. Let's like, let's not make it so much about like a red blue thing and like, mm-hmm. let's bring in every other party and let's do something a little different. Let's make history this year. Right. That could be yeah. kind of fun. Right. Unrelated optimist seeing the Joker movie. <laughs> I I watched Joaquin Phoenix's performance and I just thought like yeah blow it up brother we live in a society let's <laughs> burn society. it down <laughs> we literally live in a society okay Kiki impressions of the campaign so far yeah also just quick disclaimer these are my personal thoughts and do not in any way represent the organization that uh, I may course. be working for right now or may not uh, or, or may not power. yeah for real um but yeah I think I mean I'll like be the first to admit that I have encouraged some of my friends to vote strategically in this election mm-hmm. uh who are like their hometowns are ridings, which are, like, extreme toss-ups. And right. that uh, stems from my personal, like, overpowering fear of a sheer government. Yeah. And I think I should give a disclaimer that I think that I am really angry about strategic voting and ridings where you live downtown Toronto and there's literally no Absolutely. Uh, risk of no, like, zero risk uh, conservative okay, candidate mm-hmm. winning there. For sure. If you live in a rural riding, and I've addressed it, and the reason I didn't address this because I've addressed it on all the other podcasts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is um, like ultimately, like, your vote could make the difference, like, by, like, you know, voting for the Liberal or NDP candidate or Green candidate in your writing. But if it is a toss-up between Liberals and Conservatives, um, like, you probably do benefit from voting Liberal. But ultimately, um, most young people uh, that and most of our audience is, like, not in that situation. But totally. Um, 100%. Totally. Kiki, like, uh, especially in the writing you've been working in in the last uh, two months. For sure. Like, very, very narrow toss-up. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I have friends from, like, Windsor, Barrie, mm-hmm. um, Markham, communities where, like, it is, like, on the razor edge between yeah. liberal and conservative. And, like, you know, I have friends who, who have, like, struggled with, oh, I don't want to, like, make it known I'm voting liberal and have my friends think that I'm a centrist when really I'm... I'm just like and terribly, I'm like, but you know, terrified of an a sheer totally, yeah. totally, and like super fair. So yeah, just putting that out there that yeah. like I have advised some of my friends who've been coming to me asking about it to do that. Yeah. Um, but for myself, um, I voted at early voting um, at Conestoga College where I was working a couple weekends ago. I voted for um, NDP because my writing is Toronto Center and. I really fuck with my candidate who's running, who's Brian Chang, and he's a queer man of color who is pro-union and is a community organizer. Oh my god, Brian Chang's so cool. uh, Literally so fucking cool. He's also, like, he must be 30. Yeah, no, he's young. Very young. young. And, like, obviously my riding, like, 
contains like part of the gay village so like him being queer is super important and Mm -hmm. um yeah like for me um candidate running is also like a huge impactful thing um because sometimes like there are moderates running within a right-wing party if that Mm -hmm. makes sense and like I don't endorse the conservative party in any way whatsoever Mm -hmm. but there is a candidate in Niagara Center where I was working with the past two months who is conservative and like she does a lot of shit for that community and like she's like on the ground talking to members of that community and students and like apart from her ideology I just think that's really fucking important there are also work yeah there are amazing candidates out there across parties for sure and so I just want to recognize that and like Mm -hmm. coming at it from like I don't agree with your party or your ideology Mm -hmm. I just think that you're like doing good work it's difficult with Canadian politics especially federally because uh, on a on a local level, your federal candidate doesn't have a lot of power uh, mm-hmm. for like benefiting your specific community because that usually falls under either municipal or um, or provincial jurisdiction. So like when you know you vote in your community for a you know like any like a candidate and you're like oh well like Krisha Freeland is going to be the best for my community like <laughs> she really doesn't have like a lot of um, power to like make anything. Uh, I'm, and, I, and, like, nothing against Christian Freeland. Like, maybe she does want... Maybe I have a lot against Christian Freeland. I don't know. But the point is, like, she... Like, maybe she wants to make your community better. I don't know. But she doesn't have a lot of power to do it because all that rests with the provincial and municipal governments. So um, it's interesting in Canada because we don't vote directly for a prime minister. But, like, federal jurisdiction isn't really, like, there at the local level. It's, unless you live in, like, the national capital region like unless you live in Ottawa like there's nothing specific to your locality that isn't going to be specific to other localities like as we'll see in the platform breakdown that we are about to give um that will be very short Kate uh impressions of the campaign so far um well I am kind of in between two areas because I'm from Ottawa center which means that Catherine McKenna is my minister from like my hometown and I have a lot of um issues with her and her leadership as environment minister and I don't think that she is um fit to continue in her role I think she's really let down a lot of people Mm -hmm. and so I've advanced voted in Ottawa this Thanksgiving um for the NDP but I've also been canvassing for the NDP leader in my riding in Toronto which is Spadina Fort York because I think like I talked this before but Diana Yoon is like an amazing leader and I have a lot of faith in her and I think she's really exciting um I think this election has been really indicative of how Canadians are looking for something that is different in a meaningful way, but it's been really hard to find that manifested in the leaders that are offered to us. I think Jagmeet Singh has kind of come into his own a lot more in the past, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's enough. Yeah, such a good analysis. Like, yeah, two weeks. Like, literally but two weeks. Like, frankly, if this is who he really is, this is how he should have been six months ago Mm -hmm. and it's it's disappointing that we have to get behind him now I mean which is great on its own terms but he should have had the ability to to create this kind of grand full support way earlier yeah um and the way he could have done that is by appealing to the themes that he's appealing to now like class and students and these populations that the NDP has kind of given lip service to without 
meaningful policy direction towards. Yeah. So I think there is hope there, but I'm I've been disappointed in how they've manif like how they've manifested that so far in the election. Yeah. So speaking of the NDP, what they have uh, kind of solidified as their promises are uh, single payer pharmacare, so free pharmacare for everyone. Dental care for everyone. Huge bar- huge cost barriers um, that really directly impact um, like our health system. Um, the health providers against poverty like endorsed the NDP like uh, or like they kind of put their platform through as like something that was really good. Um, these like dental care and pharmacare like are things that people um, like can, like on a regular basis like have to choose between. Uh, that and like groceries mm-hmm. and it's uh, these things are you know basic human rights like everything from birth control to mental health um, drugs to chronic pain drugs uh, everything it falls under mm-hmm. like pharmaceutical uh, health care so these are amazing initiatives and unfortunately uh, the liberals like well, actually, I'll get into this later, but they, the NDP have, like, proposed a budget for pharmacare that actually works, whereas the Liberals have not. Um, they will build 500 uh, affordable housing units uh, in the first year, oh, sorry, in the first uh, 10 years, uh, or in 10 years, and in the first five years, they'll build half of that. Um, they'll also impose a foreign buyer's tax uh, and a speculation tax to reduce the, uh, like, reduce speculation in, like, major cities. So that means, like, rich people, like, buying homes and then, like, not living in them and, like, just keeping them there, um, which is kind of hard to do. But anyway, uh, they'll remove interest on student loans. Um, on the climate crisis, they'll end fossil fuel subsidies. They've committed to, like, ambitious emissions targets. Um, and on inequality, they will impose a wealth tax of 1% on people that have over $20 million fortunes, which, um, just seems fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 20 mil seems like a pretty, um, low bar. Yeah. Um, but this is like $20 million in wealth. Yeah. Like overall, not yeah. $20 million a year. Yeah, but still. But yeah, no, 100%. Um, I wish I'm gonna say like I I did say like um, same I did say this in uh, like (laughs) in the NDP like episode like uh, overall like this platform and all the other platforms are just like not bold enough on Mm -hmm. uh, the inequality front uh, which I think is like the solution to like a very large amount of our problems Mm -hmm. Um, and then they'd also. <clears throat> this is like one of their key promises. Like they, they like this is like one of the things that they really wanted to get out there. Um, they would also impose a price cap on cell phone and internet bills, um, which like yeah, like, but like also like if you just like gave everyone like a little more money, then nothing about universal basic income, nothing about that. Like as opposed to what they you know yeah. talked about before. So I just find like the whole thing. A little depressing. Like, I feel like the NDP came out swinging in June, and then they walked this whole thing mm-hmm. back. And um, they were like... Anyway, I'm totally voting NDP this election. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm i like, oh, man, you guys, like, are the far-left party. You have so much well, space. Well, they're theoretically the far-left party. 
Yeah, but they, uh, they like, literally are the far-left party. Mm -hmm. Like, they did actually come out to the left of the liberals. They have space, electoral space, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 what's it called, um, like, public opinion space mm-hmm. to, like, grab these people on the outside who are like, go further, you know? Mm-hmm. And, that, like, they, I feel like they kind of fudged it. But yeah. anyway, I'm still voting NDP, like, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a very fair criticism, though. Yeah. So the Green the Green <laughs> Party, uh, they uh, pledged to transition Canada to a green economy, like, right away. And they're, like elements of a green economy I found really interesting and I wanted to share them with you because I know all of you and I think you would agree with these things. Um, A green economy measures well-being rather than gross domestic product as a sign of progress. We love it. We love to see that. Thumbs up, baby. They embed a consumer society values rather than consumer society values uh, Mm -hmm. in in their economy. Um, it's powered by renewable energy. It's designed around closed-loop production systems, which <clears throat> I um, I talked about with Taylor yesterday, and neither of us knew what that is. So if anyone, like... No, I don't know. If anyone knows, like, please put please stand up. I don't know anything up. about the economy. I wear a 32D. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually? No, not anymore. Damn. <laughs> so, when I first hit puberty, it's gone now. Yeah. Closed loop. Mm-hmm. Um, closed. That's, that's the closed loop. <laughs> that's the closed loop. Uh, <laughs> okay, but you guys are going to love this even... Folks, <laughs> you can love it. Um, We're loving it. It's organized for zero waste generation, for local food security, and it guarantees everyone a livable income. It provides affordable housing for everyone. It provides universal comprehensive health care and education. It protects minorities from discrimination, ensures gender equality, builds community resilience and self-reliance, ensures fair taxation and fiscal stewardship, whatever the fuck that is. We love to see that. Okay, so uh, the Green Party platform, really, really interesting document because Elizabeth May has been a public servant for, like, longer than any of these bitches. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Longer than we've been alive. Yeah. 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 This woman is kind of a powerhouse, I'm going to be honest. She's Um, afraid of microwaves. Loki insane. Honestly, Loki insane. Loki insane. (laughs) Um, Like, in a cool way. Um, a couple things from the Green Party platform that I found were interesting was she wants to do the universal basic income. She's the only one that proposes it, uh, right away. She said she'd work with provinces to, like, set these things by locality, not by, like, even provincial. Like, so, like, Toronto and Vancouver would have a different one than, like, I don't know, um, uh, Windsor or, like, Ottawa even or, uh, you know, Sandwich Gulf Islands, um, we yeah. Uh, so, but the pro the, their guaranteed basic income is not costed at all. Uh, if you were going to give everyone a guaranteed basic income, a livable one, it would like it would be twice the amount of Canada's um, like yearly budget, and they don't have any like ways to pay for that. And I'm not saying that uh, it's. I'm like, okay, like, who cares how to pay for it? But you could literally do, like, a sovereign wealth fund, which is, like, a mutual fund for, like, the government of Canada. Like, you could be like, oh, let's invest in, like, a bunch of safe industries. Anyway, okay, this is getting so in the weeds. Mm -hmm. The point is, is, like, they're not a serious party. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, we're not going to win, so we have all these lofty promises. We have annoying. all the solutions. Yeah, it really it's yeah. so annoying. I know. climate policy is, like... It's lit. It is lit, and it's com- it's it's comprehensive, and it's 
bold and ambitious, but it's also doable. It is, and, like, so many they people wanna, like, said to me this election season, like, yo, I think Green Party's, like, really, like coming out as, like, the third party in Canada. They like, were. Honestly, like, for a time there, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, totally the, Obviously they, in Victoria, but you can't yeah. just you can't just run on climate. Like, no, I the know. reality is that if you're going to make climate change an essential part of your campaign, which is great that they're doing that, you also have to factor in, like, economic inequality and the other issues mm-hmm. that contour people's mm-hmm. lives and then in an immediate sense. Yeah. Um, which is why I think they're kind of disappointing. They and, are. like, the UBI thing that they're proposing is, like... It's not even UBI. Uh-huh. It's GLI. Yeah. It, like, they don't even say universal anything. because they're... It's means-tested and... Anyway, they're... And people have so many notions about them already that it's, like... Not yeah. left, not right, but forward. That's yeah. That's slogan, fucking bullshit. Right? Like, bro, yeah. like, please, I've yeah. had it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A hundred percent. You must cut the bullshit. No. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. I'm begging. Oh, uh, she's such a centrist. She says like, bruh. we'll work. She said she, she says we'll. What? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she she, she put pro life for her party. Yeah, she, they're still one. there, and. She fucking said, we'll work towards universal child care. We'll work mm-hmm. towards universal Fuck. early child care education. She's such a centrist. She also said... But she's, like, a she's a white lady boomer. Like, mm-hmm. she's truly Amen. appealing to that. And, like, you know, here's some of the tragedies, like, about this platform. Like, they said they'd, like, make sex work legal oh, in this I platform. I'm like... Hell yeah! Like, anyway, their their platform's so incoherent. Like, they don't have any, like, main points that, like, people... No one knows what they're for, and no one cares, because they're like, oh, this is not a serious party. But their climate policy should... Can and should be harvested by... 100%. The leading party of Canada. All right, so... I think the first and most important point is that the Liberals would plant two billion trees over the next ten years. I find that very personally compelling. I don't <laughs> find that super funny. <laughs> okay. Um, they the will commit Canada down. to net zero emissions by 2050. Oh, great. They'll I'll ban single-use plastics by 2030, um, which is funny because it talks. It like speaks to the single individualized responsibility mm-hmm. on climate mm-hmm. change, which, like, fuck you. Uh, a re-elected Liberal government will strengthen gun control and ban assault weapons in Canada. Bitch. We think it's... We, we were like, okay, gun violence up in Toronto. Like, very scary. But it's, this is assault... This is assault weapons. This is violence. military. This is military weapons. Um, 59% of all violent gun crimes in Canada in 2017 were done by a handgun. So this has nothing to do with handguns. No. They're like, oh, we're going to address gun... This is the. This is one of three... Look. This is one of three major promises they've made. So they, this is the three things they prioritize. Gun control, middle class, oh. and climate change. And this is not what they did on gun control. It's not. so insulting. Um, not handguns. They Look. say handguns won't be dealt with until after the election. Um Gun Four more things. in Toronto come from class distinctions. They don't do... It's not about gun violence. And they don't... class division and yeah. class stratification. And it's frankly insulting that they think that eliminating, like, access to handguns or assault rifles or whatever this bullshit is is going to alleviate that. Yeah, it's, it's very, not. It's very tone deaf. They don't it do is. anything on, like, increased education, integration, community integration. Yeah, like nothing on the, like, the root causes. Yeah. They don't Scratching do, noise. like, the actual okay. root issues. Okay, yeah. and then, and, okay, and then I'm going to say to you, Victoria, they would come back with, this is what they would come back to you with, and it's... It's so sweet. Is it rich? Because they're like, okay, we're, okay, okay, so, okay, we're not doing anything to address inequality, okay? Okay. We're proposing a tax cut. 
where a middle class family gets six hundred dollars, <laughs> and the wealthiest percent gets zero. Oh, fucking great! Oh we'll God, make sure so the middle cute. class pay no federal taxes on the first fifteen thousand dollars they earn by mm. raising the basic personal amount by almost two thousand dollars for people earning under one hundred forty-seven thousand dollars per year. This is not the like part of the population you need to focus on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, people, even $140,000 a year earners, if you live in the city of Toronto, hundred, if you, and you're raising a family, $147,000 $147, doesn't get you that far. Like, mm-hmm. it, it gets you covering yeah. your family, okay? Yeah. This is not the people you need to focus on. It's, like, it's people that make, like, way upwards of that that you need yeah. to focus on. And... You get six hundred. Okay, honey, you get six hundred more dollars oh, a great. year. I can afford to pay my Filipino nanny a bonus at Christmas. Like not bullshit. even, dude. Right. It's one dude, trip to even. Costco. One yeah. trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's a couple Kirkland Chiabatta buns, boo. Like I need you to know what no, this No, literally to. though. Like no, but six hundred dollars does nothing to address root causes of inequality, <laughs> and it just doesn't do anything knew. to transfer yeah. any wealth. And they don't have increased uh, tax on the wealthiest 1% like the NDP do. Yeah. They well, have, they have, we'll close tax loopholes and we'll put um, more tax on luxury aircraft? Okay, fuck what? great. What? You're so toned in. Anyway. I can't be an American citizen. Okay. Um, okay, I, I just, we can respond to this. Um, three good things they are doing are providing legal aid to survivors of sexual assault and intimate partner violence. Um, they'll put a ban on conversion therapy. Like, yeah. can't yeah. argue Finally. that. Okay, good for you. Uh, is that not already banned? No, it's what fucking year not. It's not. Dude. I don't. In the prairie provinces. Um, right. And they promise Scary. universal pharmacare, but have only committed $6 billion to it, which the the fucking panel they hired to review it was like not enough bro anyway okay I want unleash unleash please I think all we have to say about the libs is that they're a status quo party that has been significantly invested in maintaining their elite status at the expense of regular Canadians and whether that manifests in the language of the quote-unquote working class through this bullshit like oh we'll give tax breaks whatever that won't actually manifest in material changes or in various other languages, we have to see through that to what the reality is, which is that Justin Trudeau and his, like, cabal of ministers haven't done anything to actually change our material conditions, which is what matters. Yeah. So, whatever bullshit they spout, I find very hard to trust. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, I'm graduating into a job market that is completely mm-hmm. empty of mm-hmm, opportunity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm graduating into a city that I can't afford to live in. And I'm graduating into an economic system wherein I can't afford to go to the dentist, I can't afford to get birth control, I can't afford to do any of the basic functions that are supposed to contour my life. So I have no reason to trust Justin Trudeau or any of his ministers, and that's why I voted NDP. Well, I mean, you have no reason to trust them, but they also have no policies that are going to tackle any of the things that you just described. Precisely. Like, none of them. No, because they're established and are working towards 
sanctifying and reifying the condition of the people that they serve, which are our pre-existing Canadian economic elites. Mm-hmm. Whether in Ottawa they live in fucking Rockcliffe or in Toronto they live in Rosedale, it's the same people. And they're always going to be on top as long as the Liberals are in power or as the Conservatives are in power. The same kind of people. Mm-hmm. And the only way to change that is by voting them out. Mm-hmm. Or... Or murdering them all. <laughs> I mean, let's do that. The purge. Yeah. Let's get the geese now. Let's do some okay. purge stuff. That took a very dark turn. Um, Election geese. night, depending on Just how it goes. Who's with me? I'm Ethan Hawke. <laughs> let's eat Doug Ford alive. That's okay. Good for the climate. Okay, geese. Any, any, any. On like fuck, I'm trying to get my phone to fucking restart so I can play this soundbite. Oh, um, wait, what do you want? But this, okay, want? well, this we is like on a, this is on a much more like superficial like um, what would you call it? Like social media type level. Well, uh-huh. I guess that's not superficial because that is that's like how everyone you know that's things. netting like the 18 to 21 like voting or population. Absolutely, or, or like myself. Or just me. But um. I find personally, personally, like, darling, what every time I see like mm-hmm. a member of um, the LPC, like, speak, try to speak in like young person talk or like oh try to gosh, do something for so social crazy. media, it's just like, girl, like, just end it here, like, please. Yeah, um, end me. <laughs> but I've like, I actually think that like, Jang Me is like so fucking cool, like effortlessly cool on oh, social is media. It, is this the TikTok yes. video? Well, the, the TikTok, TikTok and like, let me just say like, even if like, because I've been working at a university, um, and like some of my best volunteers have been seventeen year olds who can't vote, and oh like my they're God. literally just in it for like altruistic purposes, which has like. Uh, restore my faith in humanity. Oh my but god! This really famous yeah. like Insta page, which has one point two million followers in Toronto, called Six Buzz, like wow. is Six obviously Buzz. like riding and dying for NDP for Jagmeet has endorsed Doug Meat has, and they like are followed by Drake. It's all like the like quote unquote influencers. Hate to say that, like young West people, Pout, but like <laughs> like it's all, it's, it's all the influencers Trump in Toronto Pout. who are like like riding and dying for NDP and that really says something despite what you think about their politics or Jagmeet yeah. as a leader like they are really doing numbers on social media and that's gonna like engage the future generation the libs do you have you thoughts said, Fuck science. Mm-hmm. you don't have to have thoughts yeah, I, I said mean, some things I think I'll like echo my thoughts from before which yeah. is that um, I wouldn't be upset <laughs> if if the liberals um, won, but I think that what they're putting forth like is pretty tone deaf Ugh. in terms yes. of like addressing what the real systemic issues are. Um, and I think that I mentioned this a little bit before, but like really the turning point for me in terms of determining who I would vote for ultimately was um, Jagmeet Singh being able to articulate the link between uh, economic insecurity and economic disparity and white supremacy and racism and a lot of these, um, you know, like social, like cultural, like issues that we're facing right now. And I think for me, like, that was just so important. It was just, like, 
super poignant just the fact that like they've demonstrated that understanding of like what the key issues are make me trust that party um and make me like trust that leader more than it makes me you know trust the liberals or justin trudeau and um yeah i get the argument that Justin Trudeau doesn't necessarily represent the policies of the Liberal Party. And that's, like, an argument to be made that, like, just because he did um, blackface and this and that uh, doesn't necessarily mean he represents the policies that the Liberal Party is putting forward. But uh, that's also your face, man. That's the person that you're having mm. go internationally like and mingle with world leaders. And that mm. to me is just like, well, I don't I don't know if I want that guy. Like mm. he's he loves costumes. He loves his costumes. I admire his theatricality, but dude, dress as the Joker if you want to do True. some kind of face. At least do white. You said it. Exactly. You said it. Dress as a werewolf or something, right. dude. Oh like, my god. Add a couple steps to the makeup. But like I I it's just like not the person I want representing the country on an international level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, fair. And I mean, to like wrap things up, the same things go to like Andrew Scheer. Like, exactly. Like clearly he's not someone that represents the majority of Canadians and he's not someone that has our, or at least my personal values or interests at heart. I think he's fundamentally regressive and creepy and like, not at all sexually attractive, which I will look for in any leader. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck any of our prime ministerial <laughs> candidates. Um, so sad. But I would I us. would hang out with Singh, and I wouldn't hang out with any of the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, long story short, I think it's very clear that none of us trust the Conservative Party, and I don't think it's, yeah. it's worth getting into their platform because it's something that is fundamentally... Can we, go Can we do the one episode where we're just going to write off the Conservative platform? I think... I think we can because well, I don't we really know. I already devoted people. an entire episode to like diving you into did. it. So yeah, you, you I think did. I've done, honey. I think you I did. have done you're, enough. You've done the work. You, you yeah. did. Thank you so uh, much. They they pizza. have some points, yeah, but probably <laughs> not they have, people. Yeah, they have no points. Their leader's a doughy weird guy and <laughs> doughy weird. <laughs> doughy weird guy is such an accurate description of Andrew Shear. Well, That's actually is. my filmmaker website where you can find my reel. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, anyway, I, I think it's really creepy that he pretends to be, like, for Canadian workers, blah, 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 because obviously he isn't. He's for corporate power, but we all already know this. Like, this isn't news. Um, long story short, Vote NDP. The Green Party is full of white capitalists. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. Electoral politics seems like bullshit. It probably is bullshit, but it's all we have right now. So do it until you want to guillotine some people. <laughs> until you're ready to kill. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is such a depressing way to end this episode. Okay. Um, I know. I need to eat something. Yeah, okay, okay. I just Austin? want, in 2019, everyone to kind of come together and do a little oh something God. different. Oh, and my God. Like, I love that. So idealistic. 
It's yes. idealistic. I, I don't know if it's, like, ignorant. No, it's not. But just, it's, like, let's so fucking challenge it. Let's Everyone see, like... Everyone talk show host. Everyone... <laughs> Take shoot Robert De Niro Everyone in the shoot head. Him in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just okay. oh oh. Why don't we? Why don't we? Why I have just all the. We I have the major party leaders done. charts also. Oh wait, okay. I think we need okay. to oh my god. give that a sack. <laughs> okay, Jake Jigmeat is jug like hug squeeze me. Jug meat <laughs> is like. I'm about to get canceled on air. <laughs> Capricorn Sun, Pisces Moon, which is the chart of one of my best friends, Nat, who took your class tonight. Oh my God, so bless. we kind of love to see it because we it's like, yo, you're like rational, but like emotional when it push comes to shove. Yeah. Andrew Shear is a Taurus with a Pisces Moon. Gross. Interesting. Is he going to be okay? I just like, we want to know. <laughs> Inquiring minds would like to know. <laughs> Um, Trudeau is a Capricorn with an Aries moon, which is really scary to me because Aries is a really fucked up sign. If you're an Aries, just go, go ponder on that for a sec. Yeah. (laughs) Just like think about it for a second. For sure. For sure. Don't even listen to this. Holy fuck. Okay. So, okay. So Elizabeth May is a Gemini, so we kind of have to stand. Okay. Because... Chaotic energy. It's very it's very Vancouver Island energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yup. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so this has been it, maybe forever for Undecided Podcast. So like see you maybe later, maybe nah though. I would I would like you all to remember all our dear listeners when I said I had a 32D. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else matters. Also, if there's any bachelors out there who love a good democracy, then hit me up. And who also love a 32D. Yeah. Austin, can you say bye? Uh, if In a we- less cool weird way. Film podcast that I can have more to chime in on. What's the best A24 movie go? I, it's Moonlight. We it's, have to say We it's, have to say uh, Victoria, we, we can say goodbye for Victoria because. Hi, uh, everyone, I'm back. <laughs> All right, this has been it for Undecided. Thank you so much for (laughs) taking the time to listen. Uh, Hope we made your election decision a little bit easier. Uh, Sorry you had to listen to everyone be uh, very drunk, but I'm sure you enjoyed it. Like and Kirkland Chiabata buns. Stay fresh in the freezer for a long time. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Okay. You're going to review this at 9 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just, just like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>